Welcome to the Podcast Advertising Playbook, a show dedicated to podcast advertising. If you're a podcaster or an advertiser and you're wondering how you can take advantage of this rapidly growing space, you're in the right place. On the program, we'll discuss strategies and techniques to optimize your experience with podcast advertising. Hello, and welcome to the Podcast Advertising Playbook. I'm your host, Heather Osgood, and I appreciate you joining me on today's program. Today, we're going to be talking about testing podcast advertising. So if you haven't ever run podcast ads before and you're interested to run a test campaign, what should that look like? There are certainly lots of different ways that you could go about testing podcast ads, but I wanted to give you my top recommendations. So if you're thinking about running a test campaign, first, what you want to do is you want to identify the podcasts that are going to be a good fit for you. Now, this can be a little bit deceiving sometimes because often I think we tend to get into matchy-matchy when it comes to podcasts. If you are a a vegan food company, you might feel like you just needed to advertise on vegan podcasts. Now, of course, there is not going to be anything wrong with advertising on vegan podcasts. You're probably going to get a really good response from something like that. But there are lots and lots of vegans out there who don't just listen to vegan podcasts. They listen to all kinds of different shows. So you need to identify where you can find your target market. So look at podcasts and get really clear on who is listening to those podcasts. So that is step number one, because if you don't target the right people, you're not going to get good results from that test campaign. So make sure that you look at podcasts that are going to be reaching your target market. When you look at trying to reach these people in your target market, what you want to do is you want to dig in really deep to your target persona and think about what are all the different types of things that your target persona likes to do. Do they like comedy? Do they like sports? Do you think that they would really like a true crime podcast um, based on maybe what their TV viewing is or what are their different habits and think about where you can find them beyond just that. that that ideal kind of match that is identical. But think about how you can get in front of your target audience and then go after them. Find those podcasts that reach your target audience. First, most important step. The second step is that you want to identify the product that you are going to be advertising. Now, depending on your company and depending on the types of products you sell, you might not have to do much work on that. Maybe you just sell one product, um, or maybe you have a key product that you um, always promote and is a top seller. What I recommend is you don't want to test into podcast advertising for the first time with a brand new product or something that isn't tested. If you're not 100% sure if this product is going to fly, then if you test into podcast advertising with that product, you're not going to know, is it the product or is it the podcasting that's not working? So I recommend that brands and advertisers pick their top selling product to advertise in test campaigns. Once you've identified that a show is working well for you, then you can test other products or other messaging that maybe isn't on point with what you typically do because you already know that that show is going to perform. 
form. But you do want to make sure if you're going to be testing it that you pick a product that you know sells well. Super important. Next, you want to make sure that you create strong but short talking points. So you're going to be running host red ads in most cases on podcasts. And that's what I would recommend is running host red ads within your test. And as you're creating the talking points for your ad, you want to make sure that you give the host really strong, unique selling propositions as to why your product is a product that the listener wants. So make sure that you are giving those to the host to create the ads, but make sure that you don't give them too many talking points because if you overload them with tons and tons of stuff, then they're not going to know exactly you know, what to say about your product. So make sure that you give them concise talking points so that they can really clearly communicate what that, um, you know, what that product is going to be able to offer. Next, you want to make sure that you create a compelling call to action. So if you are testing a, a CTA in a bazillion different places, my encouragement to you is test something different. Make it so that it is something that's really going to motivate people to buy. Now, if you're interested in brand advertising, there's nothing wrong with, of course, doing brand advertising, and that works well in podcast ads, but you're not necessarily going to see a specific return um, because you're not tracking brand advertising in the same way. But if you are creating a test campaign and you are looking to see specific results and specific actions from this test campaign, then you have to give the host a call to action and the listener a call to action that's really going to prompt a response. So be really clear about that. I've talked with advertisers and brands in the past and they say things like, I don't discount my product or we are not a discount product. And that is absolutely fine, but you're going to have a much more difficult time tracking the results of your campaign if it's not grounded in some sort of an offer that's really going to prompt people to stop what they're doing and buy your product. So think about that. Um, make sure that you're sending the host a good sample of your product because it is a host read ad and we know that you've created these really compelling talking points that you're sending to them. Make sure that you're getting a good sample out in front of them so that the host can feel the product, touch the product, taste the product, know what it is that they're selling to their audience. So that product sample is really important in a test campaign. Next, I want you to think about using attribution software. Now, if you're new to the podcast space, you probably use attribution tracking in lots of different digital platforms for advertising, and it's probably not a super new concept to you, but attribution tracking is relatively new to the podcast space. So essentially how attribution tracking works is that we're able to see who has listened to the podcast, and then you would place a tracking pixel on your website, and then based on that tracking pixel, we can see what type type of traction that campaign is getting. We can use that tracking pixel on many different places on your website. So if you wanted to just track how people are coming to the site or how many people are coming to site, if you want to track, are people signing up for a newsletter? 
if you want to track, are they actually making a buying decision? All of these things can certainly be tracked with that pixel. Now, not every podcast out there is set up to do attribution tracking. And if this is your first time in the podcast space and results are super important for you and you really want to know from this test campaign if it's effective, then I do encourage you to try and find podcasts that are set up with tracking attribution. Now, a couple of the companies that you might consider for this tracking um, and the attribution are pod sites is one that we work with. There's Chartable, there's Claritas. So there's a few different companies in the space that can help you out with that. But ideally the podcast themselves will be set up with that tracking so that you don't have to worry about it because they should set that up for you. But I do encourage you to try attribution tracking if you're running a test campaign. Next, you also want to identify a multiplier to any sort of attribution that's happening. So as people are coming to your site or placing orders with you, make sure that you are assigning a multiplier to a promo code or an offer of some sort. Because just like in couponing, not 100% of people are actually going to be using that code. And so if you have, you know, five or six people come to your site and redeem that code, you should be identifying some sort of a multiplier. My guess is, is that if you're doing any sort of influencer marketing or other types of promo codes or unique URLs, that this is something that you're, you're accustomed to doing. But just because you have maybe five people or 50 people or whatever the number is, come and make a buying decision with a specific URL or a specific promo code, that doesn't mean that those are the only people who made a purchasing decision with you. Lots and lots of people buy things from ads and they don't use those codes, which is why I think the multi-pronged approach of using attribution coupled with using a unique URL or promo code allows you to really kind of dig deeper and see different levels of tracking to see what's going to be successful. Is the attribution tracking um, software giving you a higher conversion rate are you seeing a higher conversion rate with promo codes and unique URLs? Um, and then what are you looking at in terms of what the real results are, right? That's super important with that test campaign. So having multiple ways of tracking results is really important. And then the other thing that I always recommend is that people leave their promo codes up for at least a year because with podcast advertising, it is going to perform very different for you than other types of advertising. And the reason that it performs different is because it's obviously a different medium. People consume podcasts in a very different way than they consume other you know, forms of content. And the way that you're putting your ad out into the podcast is going to be very different from other forms of advertising. If you're doing Google AdWords or you're doing social media ads, you can get all the impressions that you want to get within a day or within hours, but that's not how podcasts work. Those impressions are delivered over a 30-day period if those impressions are going to be dynamically inserted ads. But if they're embedded ad reads, those impressions can be delivered over a six-month period of time because your, your episode in a podcast is going to come out on one day and only a small percentage of the listeners are going to actually listen to the podcast that day, which means that people aren't going to get in front of your ad message all at once. It's not all going to happen in one day. It's not all going to happen in one hour. And it's not even going to happen in a week, right? 
at most it's going to, or at least it's going to be spread out over a four week period, but at most it could be up to six months. So make sure that you're leaving those promo codes and unique URLs active for as long as you're able to. In my opinion, if you can leave them active for a year, I think that that works well. Then you can see the results as they trickle in. You can't evaluate a podcast ad campaign in a day or a week, because as I mentioned, you're not getting all of those impressions in that short window of time. So make sure that you're evaluating the results of your campaign over at least a six-week period um, and really probably more like a two-month period. Um, And depending on when your campaign stops, you're going to want to give yourself some buffers because it takes a while. The other thing that I always encourage people to think about is what kind of brand recognition are you starting with? If no one knows about your company, you're not going to get a ton of results from podcast ads right off the bat because it takes people seven to 10 times to hear about your company before they make a buying decision. If you're not getting in front of them with seven to 10 ads, then you can't presume that if they've never heard of your company before that they're going to make a buying decision. Now, in most cases, if you're looking at advertising and podcasts, you probably have ads placed in many other places, right? You're probably on social. You probably have a strong, you know, digital ad presence out there. So hopefully people have seen and heard about you in different places. And they don't have to get all of those seven to 10 impressions on podcasts, but they have to have some basis of knowing who you are as a company before they're going to make a buying decision. So you have to take that into consideration. If they don't know who you are, they've never heard of you before, it's going to take longer to get results, which I think makes total sense, right? Because um, people don't buy products for something that they don't fully understand. And it takes a while for people to get warmed up to your product, to be ready to make a purchasing decision. So as you're testing podcast ads, take that into consideration. The other recommendation and one of the final recommendations that I have for you is don't just run one ad on one podcast to determine whether or not podcast advertising works for you. Number one, I don't usually ever recommend that somebody runs just one ad. Now, you might occasionally hear one ad on a podcast because maybe that advertiser has run, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of ads in other podcasts. So they're supporting one another because they're investing so heavily throughout the space. But if you're investing less than $100,000, you need to be advertising on multiple podcasts with multiple ads in order to really see a big impact. And I'm not saying you have to have a $100,000 budget to start in podcast advertising. You certainly can have less. Typically, I recommend about a $5,000 starting budget, but you, you know, certainly can work within those parameters. However, you need to run multiple ads in order to see real traction that is going to happen. Those are my tips for you on how you can test podcast advertising to see if it is effective for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're interested in learning more about podcast advertising, please feel free to hop on over to truenativemedia.com where we have lots of advertising advice for you about how to make advertising and podcasts successful. You can also find me on LinkedIn. I love to create videos and do lives and give all kinds of information about how you can be successful with podcast advertising. Thank you for joining me today and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care. If you want to learn more about how to be a market leader in podcast advertising, reach out to us at truenativemedia.com.